everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. Kurt Kelly. Hey, Emma. How are you? I'm doing so well. I'm so glad to have you. Kurt, we just met this morning or this afternoon, I guess, at the time we're recording. We did. And so I'd love to hear just a little bit about how you came to know the Lord. You know, that's uh, that's a great story, Emma. Thank you. So for me personally, I was uh, blessed to be born into just a Christian family. Um was uh, my mother and father were just uh, super about getting us to church and just providing an opportunity for us to grow. We were Lutheran at the time, and um, confirmation was a big part of our story or my story as you just kind of became uh, knowledgeable of God's Word. And and uh, we were, of course, baptized as infants. But for me, honestly, I think part of my challenge was it was a very duty-bound uh, relationship at that time. I mean, it was just part of what we did. Mm. And... Um, I carried that on through Lutheran parochial school, blessed with that gift from my parents, as well as on to Lutheran college. Uh, again, very duty-bound, involved in all of the things you're normally involved in, you know, when you're a constant churchgoer. Mm-hmm. Um, but upon graduation and and so on and so forth, uh, I had unfortunately had a, a battle at a very young age with pornography mm-hmm. and at seventh grade, unfortunately. And so just carried that into, you know, college and then into, unfortunately, marriage. And then not till I was 38 years old, frankly, did uh, I finally uh, have a friend invite me to Bible study fellowship. And so... In that environment, I really learned the discipline of being in God's Word daily. Hmm. And, you know, as a night owl, God turned me into a morning person, which was very grateful for being able to get up early and be in God's Word. But that was just a cherished time with other men uh, to answer questions, but at the same time, uh, let God speak through His Word, which was just super cool. So it was a seven-year program. I was able to complete the program. And it changed everything. That's amazing. It was just such a gift. And so uh, that was the start to just crazy cool things. Absolutely. And where are you now? So that's a great question. So we just fast forward, you know, um, uh, we're empty nesters. So we have three children, six, all married and six grandchildren. All that live here in the DFW area. So that's super awesome. Uh, we're business owners. We own a uh, Chick-fil-A, actually. And, uh, nice. That's been a gift from God. So uh, we're just, that's been crazy cool. And then we joined Watermark in 2018. And I think it was a crazy story of we go to uh, Christmas Eve service and Todd is preaching. And the first thing out of his mouth was, if you're here for this, you missed everything. And I'm more like, Wow. Did he just really say that? And uh, so that was super mm. cool. You know, and it's Lutherans that we stopped doing that years ago just because people left. And uh, But we jumped in at Watermark. We were just blown away. You know, went from a super small church to a very big church. And we're fortunate enough to, uh, you know, serve and merge and be in community. So it's just been a gift. I love it. I love it. Well, let's, let's jump right into Acts 27. I'd love to hear what the Lord taught you as you read, what you noticed, what you studied, what you got for us. So what a great chapter. I mean, so much is going on here. Paul is just an amazing guy. He's been through been through a lot of stuff. And so he's basically obviously on his way to Rome. And so as he's doing this, he's on a trek, you know, basically 
being guarded, if you will, or being escorted to Rome. And so it's he's from ship to ship, and now they're they're jumping on a ship to uh, to take off to Rome. The challenge was it was a really crazy time of year when, mm. uh, unfortunately, the weather dictated a lot of things, and so it didn't look like things were going to go well. And uh, so Paul essentially kind of acknowledges that. I think just specifically, if you uh, if you look at verse ten. He really talks about just uh, saying, hey, I don't think this voyage is going to mm-hmm. go very well. Uh, oh, we yeah. may have much loss. The time of year was just when storm. Injury and much loss. Yes, yes. And so they just basically didn't listen to him. And so um, it goes on. So they just say, well, let's go do this. And uh, But unfortunately, uh, this giant storm broke out. And the thing that's so interesting is it really— in this storm, it was they were just trying to stay close to shore, hang out, you know, try to get somewhere where they could anchor for the winter, but it just didn't work out. So mm-hmm. it was like, hey, a uh, storm shows up and just starts blowing them off course. And so they had to unfortunately give way to the storm. And then in 21, you know, they're like, all of a sudden it's kind of dire, you know, since they've been without food for a long time. Uh, the men were just not, at, it was just, conditions were terrible. And so Paul gets up and says, I urge you to take heart for there will be no loss. In 22, he says, of life among you, but only the ship. For this very night, there stood before me an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, don't be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar and behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have told you. So he stands up and mm-hmm. says, hey, we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. And then um, it gets worse, you know, 14 days, no food, no water. So what does Paul do? Paul basically stands up and says, hey, I'm going to give thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, hey, guys, we need to eat something and uh, so we can have some strength. And they end up tossing, you know, the rest of what was on the ship. You know, you had, it was a sailing ship that had like wheat or, or grain and so forth. So can you imagine the stuff's already wet? Mm-hmm. So it's super heavy. And so these guys got to have a little strength to get everything off the ship. And so... They end up doing that, and Paul basically encourages them, again, breaks bread, gives thanks, thanks God, and then uh, says, hey, basically all 276 of us are going to be okay, Yeah, (laughs) which is just crazy. So I think for me personally, uh, it really resonated with my story, Um, you know, in in my days in uh, the high-tech business, uh, things were just crazy, and so I was asking God for a better job. I said, you know, this thing is just not working out for me, and I just really need your help, Lord. It was a it was a storm, lots of consolidation, lots of things moving offshore, and um, God answered my prayer. He basically, our company combined organizations. I was demoted and uh, you know, was making less and required to now become a sales guy. And mm. so I was hadn't carried a bag as a sales guy in 20 years. So super humbling. You know, all the people that worked for me now, I was up here. And so uh, it was a crazy time. So God really humbled me. I think that uh, in that in that season, he just showed me that he's in control. So, you know, I just willfully said, hey, let's just do this. And so jumped in and by the grace of God, uh, was able to do well and uh, actually even do better than I had uh, as, a, as a senior leader. So crazy story. Uh, you know, God met me there and was able just to talk to the peer, my peer group of now salespeople that I used to manage and be authentic and real with them. And uh, so it was really just a, a great time where I enjoyed the ride, had fun, 
and uh, was able to do well. So God was good. I got through through the storm. So I could just, with Paul standing up and giving thanks and just saying, mm-hmm. praise God, we're going to get through this, just really resonated with me and my story. That's that's so neat. Kurt, I would imagine when when all of those things were taking place in the company, morale morale may not have been very high. Is that absolutely? And and I would guess, I mean, for Paul and those guys on the ship, morale was probably pretty low, as as they're thinking we're going to die out here. Uh, and it's neat to see the parallels between Paul's experience on this boat and your experience in corporate America. And what a beautiful picture of God's unchanging character that even when life seems out of control, he's still at work and he still hears us and he still wants to use us. It's the parallels, to your point, the parallels are just fantastic. And I see it in other areas of my life too where, you know, Paul was faithful. Paul knew his mission and where he needed to be and where he was going. And so he just kept his eyes on Jesus and you know, the rest just he was able to bring guys with him, which is just kind of the other crazy part. All of them lived, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the soldiers were supposed to kind of kill the prisoners. And then, you know, God intervened there, right? And right. Um, everybody, everybody lived. So great story. It's amazing. Well, Kurt, thanks for being here. I think we're about out of time, but I wish we could keep talking. So we'll have to have you back sometime. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.